Hey everybody, welcome back to the Four Pillars of Life podcast. I am your host, Bobby Bazran. I hope each and every single one of you are having a great start to your new year, accomplishing all your goals, your desires, your ambitions, thriving to become the absolute best versions of yourself possible. One piece of advice that I would love to give you guys is understanding life is hard both ways. It is extremely difficult to be healthy, to exercise, to follow a diet, to drink the adequate amount of water, to get the adequate amount of sleep. But on the other side, it is extremely difficult to not love the way that you look and feel, to hate the person that stands in front of the mirror, to be unhealthy, to be obese. It is extremely difficult to save, to invest, to give up that instant gratification and save for a better tomorrow. But on the other side, it is hard living broke, living paycheck to paycheck, not having enough money to eat good, nutritious foods, not having enough money to take care of yourself and your loved ones. It is extremely difficult to be in a relationship where you both are happy, you both are committed, you both sacrifice and communicate with one another. But on the other side, it is extremely difficult to be in a relationship where you're unhappy, there's resentment and infidelity. I just watched Tyler Perry's movie, Temptations, and I love all of his movies. There's always a moral lesson at the end of them. This movie in particular I like because you have a regular couple who love each other, who have known each other for a long time, who get married, who step into their purposes. The husband, he becomes a pharmacist. The wife, she has goals and ambitions to open up her own clinic as a therapist. But for the time being, she's working at a dating corporation. You could tell their relationship reaches a standstill. It reaches a rut. The husband, he's not as courageous or ambitious as he should. He forgets her birthday two years in a row. The way the wife was feeling, she had every right to feel neglected and unhappy. But her actions, I didn't personally agree with. Instead of communicating with her husband, she cheated. She met a guy at work who was courageous, who was passionate, who was ambitious, who didn't forget her birthday, even though he only known her for a few weeks, he sent her flowers. So instead of communicating with her husband, she cheated. But the reason why she cheated is because her relationship was unfulfilled. She wasn't happy. And a lot of relationships reach this standstill point. Every relationship has the honeymoon phase for the first six months to a year, a year and a half, two years. You're dating, you're having great sex, you're going on these amazing dates, you are doing things for one another to win each other over. But after that honeymoon phase slowly fades out, you start neglecting your relationship. Maybe you become content. You stop doing the little things. You stop working on yourself physically and mentally. You stop holding hands. You stop cuddling. You stop going on dates. You stop buying flowers because you're content. And to me, that's wrong. When you're in a committed long-term relationship, it is your obligation to bring the absolute best version of yourself possible to that relationship. A lot of people think in their minds, once they start dating their partner, they have them. They'll never leave again. They want them already. But you should never stop loving your partner. You should never stop dating your partner. You should never stop doing the things that you once did to win your partner over. That's when these relationships reach a standstill. I've dated my partner for eight years now. It will be eight years in March. And after our honeymoon phase, 
we started neglecting one another. We stopped spending time with one another. Life was chaotic. Life was busy. So naturally, our relationship got put on the back burner. But one day I sat in solitude and I realized we're not engaged. We're not married. This was six years ago. We don't have any kids. We're both not working on our purposes full time. And our relationship is still slightly neglected. Imagine what's going to happen once we have kids, once we're married, once we're both doing our purposes full time. If our relationship is getting neglected now, what is life going to look like in 10 years? And that's when I realized life is always busy. Life is always chaotic. There's always something going on. But in the midst of that chaos, you have to find time for the things that you find important. You have to prioritize your relationship. If you stop putting effort and energy into your relationship, it will not grow. It will become stagnant and your relationship will be filled with unhappiness, resentment, and potentially infidelity. Life is always going to be busy. You have to find time for the things that you value. And when I realized this, I came up with this review night where each and every single Sunday, my partner and I will meet and we will discuss the things that are going well in our relationship. We'll discuss the things that we both need to work on. And then we'll plan a few things we need to do next week in order to make sure our relationship is happy, vibrant, and fulfilled. We start our review night by listing the things that are going well in our relationship for that week. And the reason why we do this is because when you start listing the positive things that took place during that week, you start to see your relationship in a positive lens. After that's done, we both start talking about what we need to work on. And this is a part of the review night where you can't have an ego. You have to have humility. There's times where my partner would say, I had a great week with you. You were loving, you were caring, we had... An amazing date night, we spent time with each other's families, but you were a bit reactive with your tone. You were kind of an asshole. And I can't sit there and be mad at her because she has every right to tell me things that I need to work on. And this is something that after eight years, I'm still working on. When your partner is trying to tell you something, she is not trying to break you. She is not trying to tear you down. She is trying to help you become the absolute best version of yourself possible. And that takes a lot of humility. You can't have an ego and vice versa. If I tell her I had a great week with her, but I don't think you were as affectionate as you could have been, she can't take that as a dig. She can't take that in a way where I'm trying to tear her down. No, I am trying to better her. And we have to be honest with one another. You have to have honest communication with your partner. If your partner is doing something that you don't value, you don't agree with, you have every right to tell them that. If your partner is smoking, vaping, not taking care of their physical or mental well-being, it is your job as a partner to tell the honest truth and you guys both work on it together. Right now, I love when we do our review nights and my partner tells me something that I need to work on because now I'm motivated to get better. I'm motivated to show up to that next Sunday meeting and say, hey, I got better for myself and for our relationship. A lot of people say they don't know what to work on when it comes to their relationship because they don't communicate with their partner. They don't spend time with one another and talk about the things that they need to work on. You can't expect your partner to read your mind. You have to voice your concerns. You have to voice your opinions. That's one of the reasons why I love this review night. You talk about the things that are going well, but you also talk about the things that need work. And everybody needs work. No one's perfect. 
I promise you guys, if you guys sit on a weekly basis with your partner and you discuss the things that are going well in your relationship and the things that you need to work on, your relationship will be filled with so much more happiness, peace, and joy. And that's only part one. Part two is my partner and I sit and we discuss the few things that we need to do next week to make sure our relationship is happy and not neglected. And your few things might differ from our three things. But the three things that I plan and my partner agreed with, once we started doing them on a consistent basis, our relationship was so much better. We plan a date night, intimacy night, and we plan a review night. And I'll go over both of them right now. A date night for us, based on our financials and time, we go on one a week where we go for dinner, bowling, movies, whatever it is, but we make sure we spend time with one another and we both put an effort into our appearances. I realized early on that in order for your relationship to be happy, for it to grow, you have to spend time with one another. It's great hanging out with family members. It's awesome hanging out with your friends, but you two still need that alone time where you could talk about life, talk about your goals, your ambitions, and just be with one another. And that doesn't mean you have to go spend $80 at a restaurant. If your date nights want to be at home where you watch a movie and order pizza, that's totally fine. We like going out to eat. You guys might like staying in. But just make sure you guys are prioritizing your alone time with one another. A lot of people in their relationships, they feel angry and neglected when they don't go on these date nights, when they don't have these intimacy nights, but they don't communicate. I understand that not everything is going to go according to plan. Life is always busy, like I said. It's always chaotic. But during that chaos, you can communicate with your partner. You can phone your partner and say, hey, I know we were meant to go on a date night on Tuesday, but I am swamped at work. I cannot come home. But don't worry. I already took tomorrow off and we're spending the whole day together. You can't neglect your relationship for too long. You have to put a conscious amount of effort and energy. And you have to communicate. I see it so many times where you have people in a relationship and they feel angry, but they don't communicate. They want their partners to read their minds. No. On your review night, you could say to your partner, I don't appreciate the fact that we haven't spent alone time in three weeks. We need to fix this. It's all about communicating your wants and needs and not having your partner be reactive or have an ego. And people get busy. And that's totally fine. You're married, you have kids, you need to hang out with each other's in-laws, but you need balance. And how you have balance is by planning. Plan these nights so you're always spending time with one another on a consistent basis. And when it comes to your intimacy nights, plan them as well. Intimacy comes in many different forms. You could hold hands, you could cuddle, you could have sex. There's people who don't want to have sex before marriage. They don't want to have sex based on their religious reasons. They're celibate or they don't want to have sex because their parents are Indians. And their parents have taught them that sex is bad. If you have sex, you're a whore. Lokia gang, what will people think of you? Who would want to marry somebody who is quote unquote used? And I know a lot of you guys might think this is insane, but this is what Indian parents tell their daughters. And they don't want to have sex or they do have sex and they're traumatized because it's ingrained in their minds that if they do have sex, they're dishonoring their family. That is crazy to think. I'm totally fine if you don't want to have sex based on your religious reasons or if you want to be celibate, totally fine. 
Intimacy comes in many different forms. But if you're not having sex because your parents ingrained it in your mind that you are a whore, that is stupid. That is so naive. At a certain point in life, you have to live life based on your wants and needs and based on how you want to live your own life. When it comes to Indian parents, they are their own creatures, I would say. They think of sex in this taboo manner, and maybe a lot of other parents do as well, but I have to speak from my experience with Indian parents. A lot of Indian parents think sex is bad. It's taboo. They put this negative dark cloud over it. But if you're in a relationship and you want to have sex, you want to have intimacy, that is your decision. I'm not in any of your business. I'm just giving my opinion. And one thing that my partner and I do on a weekly basis is give time and energy for our intimacy nights. And if you guys want to plan your intimacy nights down to the dot where you say 2 p.m. on Thursday we're having sex, great. A lot of people, they want to be more spontaneous. That's great. This review night and planning is all about making sure you are giving your energy and time to the things that make both of you happy. And you might want to do your intimacy night four nights a week, once a month, twice a month. I don't care. Like I said, I'm not in your business. But one thing that I would offer is don't compare your relationship to other relationships, especially the ones that you see on social media. Half the time that shit is fake. It is unrealistic. Sit down with your partner and discuss what does intimacy look like for us and how often do we want to do it? That's all you have to do and then give the time and energy for those events. Prioritize your relationship. That's all you have to do. And I guarantee you'll live with more happiness, peace, and joy. And again, all you have to do is communicate. If you have a headache one week, if you're tired, you don't feel like doing it, instead of not communicating with your partner, go right up to them and say, hey, I know we were meant to do an intimacy night. My head hurts. I'm tired. Don't worry. I'll fix that. Next week, we'll try again. If it's been one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, and your head still hurts, I'm no doctor. I'm no relationship guru. But that's something that you have to figure out because your partner will start feeling neglected. You have to figure out why you're not being romantically involved with your partner. In my opinion, the way you feel and act, they have a direct correlation between each other. You're acting a certain way because you are feeling a certain way. And in my opinion, a few things that could help you feel a lot better in your life are the foods that you put into your body, exercising, getting proper sleep, drinking the adequate amount of water. But that's up to you guys to find the root cause of that issue. If you're having problems not being romantically involved with your partner, you have to sit in solitude and figure that out. You just can't keep saying, I have a headache, I'm tired. That doesn't work. You have to get to the root cause of that issue so your partner doesn't feel neglected, so your relationship doesn't feel neglected. And one way to do that is by doing these review nights. I would recommend this review night to anybody who started dating, who has been dating for six months, a year, if they're engaged, married, have kids. I would especially recommend this review night to people who have kids because your kids are looking up to you guys and defining what a relationship is. The early childhood experiences kids go through It has a massive impact on their brains because at that time, they're impressionable. They're young. They're still making sense of the world. And they use the sensory information around them to help them make sense of the world. They use their environment as a guide. 
A lot of times we learn our mannerism, our values, our characters, our routines and behaviors, what to eat, how to eat, what a relationship is based on our parents. Right now, your daughter is looking at your wife, her mom, and noticing how to be treated in a relationship. And your son can be looking up to you as a father and realizing how he is meant to be treating a woman. Your children are going to pick up on everything you guys do. They're going to define what a relationship is based on the relationship they see as kids. And that is your relationship with your partner. So it is your job and obligation to make sure you guys are good role models, to make sure they are seeing a happy, successful, vibrant relationship. And one way you could do that is by doing these review nights. Don't overcomplicate your relationship. Keep it simple. Go out once a week. Meet, have coffee, talk about the things that are going well, talk about the things you both need to work on, don't have an ego, and plan the few things that you both agree on to do to make sure you both are happy and fulfilled in your relationship. And I truly hope you guys learned that within this week's podcast episode. Please tune in next time. Hey, came in the game, getting money. Flip chicks, whip, getting money.